0: Welcome to the 39th episode of Let's Conquer Books. <music> Stephen Pressfield in his book, Do the Work said, don't think, act. We can always revise and revisit once we've acted, but we can accomplish nothing until we act. In this episode, I talk about the four keys to building your confidence, which are experiencing success, developing positive self-appraisals, recognizing positive role models, and combating combating confidence-killing emotions. So let's get into it. I'm Alexander, the great reader, and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power, because the next level we will reach does not tolerate cowards. The first key is experience success. So confidence is about seeing yourself clearly, appreciating your abilities, and having a solid foundation on which to build when you're presented with challenges. There's nothing more solid than concrete examples of past successes. I'm an advocate of using books to gain understanding and knowledge. A book that is great for this key is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I'm going to talk about three things that I got from this book that is relevant to this key of experiencing success. So just tell people what to do and let them figure it out. How encourage everyone to be themselves. That's what Phil Knight did, especially with a guy called Thinker Hatfield. He was a designer of shoes. He was very unique. He was creative. He was doing something that was new to the industry and he just let him do what he did and he ended up designing a lot of Jordan shoes, other running shoes, and he experienced success having that model and he continued to have it down the line of just letting people do what they do and letting them, let them figure it out themselves. The second one is get someone who can be your mentor and partner and will believe in you and bring valuable skills. That is Bill Bowerman, that was his partner. And he experienced success partnering with bill barman when they were trying to sell shoes they partnered together and they had success when they were because he went to china and he became like a distributor of shoes in the u.s and he also was interested in designing shoes with bill barman because he was doing it anyways with the soles using the waffle iron so he partnered with them and experienced success. So now he started partnering with other people like Michael Jordan and other people. Um, I know the guy, the coach that he partnered with that runs Nike brought a lot of big basketball players to Nike. The third one is you only get a few chances to start something crazy. So go for broke when you're young. And he experienced success doing that. He borrowed money from his parents. He mortgaged his house. and. He actually experienced success, and that's why he just kept going on. He experienced success fighting the US government on all those unfair taxes they were trying to put on him just to get him out of business. The second key is develop positive self-appraisals. So developing positive self-appraisals begin with paying attention to your thoughts, which can be difficult to do because it's hard to stop a train of thought that's already barreling down the tracks. This is where cognitive discipline comes in. As you listen to your inner dialogue, it's important to separate the words, phrases, and mantras that are helpful for those that are damaging and could derail you. A good book for this key is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You need to use... So the first one is you need to use out of suggestion to build an unshakable belief in yourself. So you need to continually, consciously think, speak, hear, visualize and actually see what you're thinking about, what, what, what you want to be. If you want to like me, I want to be a great reader. I want to read lots of books, widening my, my understanding, my knowledge, create empathy, connect with other humans around the world through what their literature. So I'm conscious of my thoughts through these books. And I can read more. I can know more. I speak it. I hear it. I'm visualizing myself reading lots of books, speaking here on this podcast. And I'm always doing it through my thoughts, through what, the way I speak, the things I listen to, podcasts, audiobooks the things I'm visualizing in my mind and the things that I'm actually viewing like YouTube videos or movies. The second one is be stubborn and always stick to your decision. There's a story in the book of Think and Grow Rich of three feet from gold and that's basically not giving up right before you get to what you're trying to achieve. So stick to your decision. If you believe in what you're doing you got to have those self appraisals like, no, I know I'm doing what I need to do and I have to do this. I don't want to live a life of regret. I have a skill. I have a talent. I have a desire. I have a passion. And you, you're stubborn and you, you stick to the decision. And don't be like that story that he knew there was gold there, but the, all the money was using to, to build, uh, dig these holes. Everybody thought he was crazy. And he listened to everybody, walked away. Another guy came in and three feet, he got gold. The third one is join a mastermind group to cut the learning group curve. These are awesome. Some The real ones like Lewis Howes, Grant Cardone, a lot of people, the ClickFunnels guy, Russell Brunson, they all have masterminds. And that's this little core group of people who pay thousands and thousands of dollars. And they all join together and they all bring value to each other, speak life to each other, give ideas, network, help each other. This is the mastermind. And they're going to help you become the product of, your, of that environment, successful like those other people. You're listening to them. You're watching them. You're seeing how they do business. You see how they carry themselves. They see. You see how, who they hang out with. And that creates uh, a good appraisal in yourself. Like, I need to act like these. I need to speak like these guys. I need to read what they read. I need to think the way they think. The third key is recognize positive role models. So the best way you can pinpoint Positive role models is to think about the people, you know, who embody positive behaviors These are people who are credible accountable and service oriented. You have a solid character and seem trustworthy The book I'm going to use for this example is the monk who sold his Ferrari by Robin Sharma One key I got from the book is you need to learn to guard your mind with the heart of the roles That's an exercise he did and what you're trying to do here is to control what even comes in your garden in the first place you know think of yourself like a guardian that's standing at the gate of your brain and choosing who and what gets in that's what you're doing you don't want bad seeds you don't want weeds you don't want nothing contaminating your garden because you you've already allocated time and resources to this garden and you you want the garden to grow beautiful and and grow the way you you visualize it so the book is about a monk who's a successful man and goes leaves his whole successful career and goes to be a monk and then comes back and talks to one of the workers there and convinces him that you know this is not the path And these are the things he told him. He was a positive role model to the guy he was was telling the story to. And now the garden, the heart of a rose exercise is a positive message he was given for his life. He also gave him 10 rituals of radiant living, which are simple morning routines that covers everything you need, like the ritual of early awakening, six hours of sleep and seeing the sunrise. Of course, you have to figure out how much you need yourself. But this is what... He suggested the ritual of solitude, always make a few minutes to practice silence after waking up. The ritual of physicality, move, get up, do some exercise, you know, whatever gets the blood flowing. The ritual of live nourishment, it's a vegetarian diet diet based on fresh food is what sages follow. Ritual of abundant knowledge, keep your mind stimulated with a lot of, with a bit of reading or studying. The ritual of personal reflection, did you do your best today? What could you have done better? The ritual of music. Listen to music often to never get stuck in a bad mood. The ritual of spoken word. Write down a short mantra you can repeat to yourself throughout the day. The ritual of congruent character. Always follow your principles. Write them down. Be aware of them and stick to them. The ritual of simplicity. Ruthlessly live your priorities and remove everything else that's unnecessary. This monk came to his past co-worker and gave him these awesome rituals to do in the morning that's a positive role model and the third takeaway is selflessly serve others you'll be better off yourself so whenever you help someone else some of the benefit will come back right to you you rarely know when and how but karma always comes around that was a lesson he gave him in that book so you Get a little framework of what a positive role model looks and how he's trying to help you change your mind for good, your life for good, your beliefs for good, your principles, your philosophies for good. The fourth key is combat confidence, killing emotions. So just by paying attention to your emotions, you can identify when your emotion is killing your confidence. And when you do, you can't ignore that emotion. You must confront it. A good book on this key is Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. Now the first takeaway I got from this for this key is emotional intelligence depends on your ability to be self-aware and self-regulate. And this is all about perspective. You can't lose perspective. Reading books is good about this. This is books help you have a high emotional intelligence. I always, like, when my family are frustrated, I always reference books. And I tell them, you should read this book. It's about a kid who is in Africa, and he had to... They were coming in his village, you know, and they lose perspective because they think their problem at work is this big thing. And they're getting very emotional about it. But once you know, like, the hardship of others and what others have gone through, you really don't let yourself get emotionally caught up in in the little things because you don't lose perspective. You say, you know what? I left, I live in the best country in the world. I'm in a great situation. This problem's fixable. I'm probably going to go through a little of uncomfortable season, but I can recuperate. I can fix this wrong. The second is if you have a high EQ, you're more likely to be successful and healthy. So people will be involved in your success. And that means you gotta be emotionally intelligent when you're reading people's body language. Maybe they don't have the time to help you, and you say, you know what, their body language is telling you like, I can't do this right now. But they don't want to tell you because they want to be nice. But you're you know how to read emotions and your own emotions. You're not letting them like. But you told me you were gonna do this, and and then get involved. You're just like, you know what, he's pretty busy. You're intelligent, in that, And they appreciate that, and deal with stress to open. Change or try new things for your health. So you're emotionally intelligent, like to deal with the stress of, like, someone saying, Say you love meat, and they say, Well, meat's bad for you, and here's all the books you should read, and you're like, No, I don't believe in none of that. And you get emotional and you identify with a certain belief that you've grown up with instead of being emotionally intelligent, say, You know what? I'm gonna read the book, I'm not gonna be biased, I'm not gonna think. Like, no, I'm too good for this, or I know what I'm doing. The third is you can boost your EQ by mirroring other people's body language and thinking optimistically. So mirror mirror other people's body language is like whoever you want to. The example of confidence that you want to be like, the person you want to portray confidence like, you know, watch videos of them. See how they move, see their mannerisms, see their posture. See the pace they speak, the pace they walk. Study them and then mirror that. Convince yourself that your failures result. Convince yourself that your failures result from things you can change. And this comes from a growth mindset. This is thinking op- uh, optimistically with your emotional intelligence. You don't get emotional and say, I'm a failure, I'll never be good. Uh, th- I don't know why I even tried. Everybody told me. You get emotional. Instead of saying have a Growth mindset, which that mindset gives you confidence to keep going. And in this situation, you're trying to gain more confidence. So you're getting confidence to gain more confidence. And it's by convincing yourself that failures are a result from things you can change. So you failed in a presentation. You failed at public speaking. You failed at reading a book. You can try again in a similar book, a shorter book. So the action for this episode is read, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma, Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. To get an in-depth view on the four keys to building your confidence, which are experiencing success, developing positive self-appraisals, re- recognizing positive role models, and combating confidence-killing emotions. Or you can find your own books on these four keys and go in-depth on each key. You know That's the power of books. You can Go deeper on any principal key strategy. I want to thank you, the audience, for having this podcast go over 3,300 plays and downloads. My personal reading challenge, I'm at about 160 books out of 170. And let's connect on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The links are in the description. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. And I would like to get some feedback, maybe show ideas maybe you have some connections of who of authors or other bookish readers readers avid readers we can have a good conversation over a podcast let's connect now catch you on the next one please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor or any other podcasts platform so you don't miss the next episode where i talk about the five ways you can develop unbreakable mental resilience